0: Hey, you Pathfinders, and welcome back to the On Purpose Investor Podcast. I'm your host, Eric. And Tiffany's not with me again this week. This is week number three of the break. And I like to call it the week three of bonuses because today we're going to continue our free, and I mean absolutely free, giving to you of the audiobook. Now, we're only doing the first four chapters. We still got to make some kind of money here and there. But we do want to give you the first four chapters just so you could take this book on a test drive. So today is week three of these bonus episodes. We're going to be letting loose and giving to you chapter three, Moonshot Thinking. How can you start developing a moonshot thinking approach and achieve your wildest dreams? Let's dive in. Chapter three, Moonshot Thinking. With their pens in hand, Dan writes four large letters on a sheet of paper. B-H-A-G. He turned the paper around to show Charlie and Liza and asked them to write that on their paper as well. They do so and anticipate what this might mean. Big, hairy, audacious goals, Dan says with a smile. We're going to start with defining what this means. A BHAG is something that you would like, but have never truly thought of having because it seems unattainable. I would like for you to list out a couple of things that you have no idea how you would ever afford or have time to do and put it on the paper. Let me know when you're finished. Charlie and Liza get to work. Immediately, Liza is thinking about her art studio and summer art camp, while Charlie realizes he has never really dreamed of having something unattainable. He has always been so focused on taking care of his loved ones that he never took time to dream big. Sure, like most guys, he would love to have a sports car that only the elite could afford, but it doesn't seem like that's really a goal he wants or has. They both write down a few things, and Dan asks them to share. Liza turns her paper around and explains her dreams of a summer art camp where she can do art projects and teach art to kids and adults for free. She's seen art have a big impact on her mental health and wants to open the experience to others. She also put on her list a trip to the Louvre with her family one day. Those are excellent things to have on your list, Dan says to Liza. Now let's see yours, Charlie. Charlie turns his paper around, and it has two things listed. The paper reads, Never worry about how the bills will be paid, and never have to look at the price tag on a menu. Dan nods while reading, and consents a little bit more about Charlie's past. Charlie, these are great, Dan says. I take it you didn't grow up with a lot of money, is that right? Yeah, I helped raise my younger siblings after my mom died when I was a kid. Dad did what he could to keep the food on the table and the lights on. All I've ever wanted in life is to never have to be in that situation again. I'm proud of my dad and what he did for us, but I never want my kids to ever have to worry if there's food in the pantry when they open the door, Charlie replies. Liza puts her hand on Charlie's back reassuringly. Dan turns to Charlie and says, You know, Charlie, you of all people might have the strongest BHAG I've ever seen. You don't just want something that you can enjoy or show off with. You want something that's a basic human right. You want safety and security. You want to ensure your family has a better life than when you had growing up. This is a wonderful start. Dan pulls out a book from his bookshelf and puts it in front of Charlie and Liza. The title of the book is Built to Last by Jim Collins and Jerry Porras. This is where the term BHAG comes from, Dan says. While this isn't a self-help book or even a real estate book, it really helped Maggie and I early in our investing career and helped us to see into the future for ourselves. Allow me to read a small piece of the book that shaped us. Dan opens up the book and begins reading. A BHAG engages people. It reaches out and grabs them in the gut. It is tangible, energizing, highly focused. People get it right away. It takes little or no explanation. The moon mission didn't need a committee to spend endless hours wordsmithing the goal into a verbose, meaningless, impossible-to-remember mission statement. No, the goal itself, the mountain to climb, was so easy to grasp, so compelling in its own right that it could be said 100 different ways, yet easily understood by everyone. When an expedition sets out, To climb Mount Everest, it doesn't need a three-page convoluted mission statement to explain what Mount Everest is. Most corporate statements we've seen do little to provoke forward movement, although some do help to preserve the core. To stimulate progress, however, we encourage you to think beyond the traditional corporate statement and consider the powerful mechanism of a BHAG. BHAGs are bold. Falling in the gray area where reason and prudence might say, this is unreasonable. But the drive for progress says, we believe we can do it nonetheless. Again, these aren't just goals. These are big, hairy, audacious goals. When reading this the first time, it was hard to fathom how I could relate this to our lives, Dan says. Have you ever heard of moonshot thinking? No, what's that? Charlie asks. A moon shot is something that most people deem to be impossible. It must have been a crazy thought for JFK to say, we're going to the moon when it had never been done before. They were taking a shot at making it to the moon and achieve the impossible. Imagine what the people at Tesla were thinking when Elon Musk said they were going to create a self-driving electric car. When something has never been achieved, the first thought many people have is, there's no way. But those of us who develop a BHAG aren't thinking of how we will get it done. We focus on getting it done, and you can do the same. So, ultimately, the destination is more important than the path? Liza asks Dan. Dan assures her, precisely. As you begin your journey as a Pathfinder, your path will unfold once you have a clear destination. We have to work on developing what your path looks like. Everyone's path will look a little bit different even if they're arriving at the same destination, because we all have different tools in our toolboxes. Charlie, puzzled, nods as if to reassure himself that as crazy as all this sounds, it's worth a shot. A life of not worrying about money sounds pretty great. So now that we have written out our beehags, what comes next? Charlie asks Dan. Now you start figuring out how you want to get there, Dan says. Dan reaches up onto his bookshelf and grabs another book. He lays the book on the table and slides it to Charlie and Liza. The book cover reads, Vivid Vision by Cameron Harold. Now this is where we will begin laying the groundwork for your roadmap, Dan says. While there will be many other steps along the way, this one is crucial. Much like the book built to last, Vivid Vision helps you think about your future in a way you have likely not thought of before. It teaches you how to dream and how to cut out the negative self-talk that tells you something is impossible. Charlie and Eliza reach over and grab the book. Great. Homework, Charlie thinks to himself. He can't remember the last time he has ever cracked open a book, let alone read one. He's already feeling overwhelmed and takes a deep breath. In response, Eliza gives him a nudge, knowing exactly what he was thinking. You know, you don't have to read these, she tells him. Oh, I really want to. This is what we need, he says. No, 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 no. What I am saying is that I know you struggle sitting down for long periods to read. So you can get these books on audio and listen while you drive or are sitting at the fire station. Plus, I know you don't want to be sitting around at the fire station with a book in your hand. Just put it in your headphones and listen. I will take the books. After all, you know I love cruising through a good paperback, she smiles at him knowingly. Charlie smiles, feeling appreciative that Liza, once again, gets him. His stress of reading goes away, and he once again feels excited. Dan used to be the same way, Maggie chimes in, coming down the stairs, having just heard the last part of the conversation. Back when we started, we didn't have the fancy audiobooks like you can get now. He had binders upon binders of cassette tapes, and later, CDs. You used to be able to check out those books at the library. I believe you still can. Oh yes, you sure can, Liza adds, but now instead of checking out the binders and CDs, you get a digital download of the content, and they have this player online to listen to it. You just have to check it out online and it automatically returns at the end of the time period. Wow, they sure have come a long way, Dan comments. Yeah, that's impressive. I might need to get a library card now, Charlie says. So you have the books, and you seem to have the energy. Now the next step is on you. You need to go read these two books and put them to work. The next time we get together, I'd really like to see what you come up with for the roadmap for your life, Dan says. It's obvious to Charlie and Eliza that Dan has done this a few times before. He's had young, hungry people over who want his help. Dan thinks to himself, usually this is where it ends. He knows that people get very excited about something new in their lives. They are hopeful their life can be so much more. They have full expectations to deliver on this challenge, but they don't seem to ever come back. More often than not, the two books Dan gives out never make it back, and he orders two more to fill the shelf. But Dan sees something different in Charlie and Liza. He feels hopeful. In a way, he sees himself and Maggie in them. There are many books up here that shaped and formed how Maggie and I think and how we live our life. They transformed everything about us for the better. They only did that because we believed they could. We never gave up on ourselves, each other, or our family. We decided early on that we would not allow a failure to define us. We would make it, no matter what. I only hope that if you do decide to become a Pathfinder, you'll give it your all. Because it's going to take everything you have to build this new life. Charlie and Liza nod in agreement with Dan. Liza's eyes are full of wonder and excitement while Charlie looks afraid. Not afraid of something new, but afraid he'll fail. Afraid that he won't be able to provide afraid of his own past. If it's a Pathfinder you call it, then it's Pathfinders we will be, Liza says, grabbing Charlie's hand. Well, we have some homework ahead of us, Charlie says, standing up to make goodbyes. Dan, Maggie, thank y'all so much for dinner and taking the time to help us. Dan and Maggie get up with Charlie and Liza and begin walking towards the front door, and Liza takes the opportunity to slowly walk by the pictures, envisioning her and Charlie in the same photos. We really enjoyed having you over for dinner. I can see something special in you two. I tried helping young couples before and most of them seemed just as excited as you two, but none of them ever came back after this part. I sense things are just different for you, and I hope I'll see you again soon to start working on the next steps. Charlie and Liza look at one another. Liza says to Dan, Oh, we'll be back. I can't wait to start. Charlie nods in agreement. We'll see y'all soon. Don't worry. He smiles and turns to walk away with Liza. I look forward to it. Y'all have a good night, Dan waves and smiles, holding Maggie in his arm. The Webbers start down the street and head back home. That night, Liza cracks open one of the books and dives in. Charlie downloads an app on his phone and listens to the audio versions. They spend the next hour taking the first big step in changing their lives. Over the course of the next week, Charlie and Liza dig into the books Dan gave them. It seems like every evening, Charlie and Liza share something new they find interesting in the books they start taking notes of the things they find the most interesting. Later, they discover the notes detail the actionable steps they must take to create their roadmap. Charlie and Liza learned that taking actionable steps can be hard, especially when you're not accustomed to certain activities or tasks. Charlie never liked to read. He has never been interested in reading books, let alone listening to one. But there he sat, making a commitment to himself and his family with the hopes of a different future. And although she's an avid reader, Liza would never pick up a book like this. She usually cozies up to a fiction story that transports her somewhere else. Yet, they both feel pushed to step out of their comfort zones for a reason. They believe they can have more in life. They see what Dan and his family have achieved. They believe in themselves. They have their top ten listed, and now it's time to build their roadmap. Chapter 3 Reflection The first step for your journey should be to discover your why. That will give you the fuel in your tank for the journey ahead. The next step is defining your destination, which gives you something to chase after. It helps you say yes to the most important things and no to the things that take you further away. And the final step is your roadmap, which gives way to your journey. The roadmap breaks down the steps you must take to achieve your dream life. It's very important to develop your plan in this order to keep your priorities aligned and have a clear picture of your Pathfinder journey. List your big, hairy, audacious goals, and make sure each is big enough to be a moonshot. If you can realistically figure out how you can obtain your BHAG, and it doesn't scare you a little bit, it may not be big enough. Take it one step further. You must dream big in order to live big. Without the idea of your dream life, your journey may end somewhere that you really never wanted to be. You have to be extremely intentional about your roadmap. You didn't get this book just to go about living your life the way you always have. You want something more. Now go dream up what that more looks like. Find the best way to absorb educational material for you. Audiobooks are incredibly efficient for those that do not like to read or those that spend a lot of time driving. So there it is, Pathfinders. Chapter three from the number one best-selling book on Amazon, The Pathfinder's Journey. So what did you learn? How are you going to start developing some moonshot thinking so that you can take your daily life today and transform it into the dream life that you so much deserve? All right. So if you haven't already, send us an email at eric at onpurposeinvestor.com to get your free Audible credit. I'm telling you, those credits are disappearing fast and we're only giving them to the first 40 people. So if you haven't done so, do it now or when you're done driving, if you're driving. All right. We love having you here. We love having you on the On Purpose Investor. So what do we always end it with? You only get one life, so live it purposefully. Join us next week for Chapter 4. See you, Pathfinders.